everybody. This is Emily coming in from Nashville. Hello, everyone. This is Peyton coming in from LA. Welcome. Welcome to PS We Have No Plan. We're here. We're here, whether we like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I feel like okay. it's, this is we're coming at sort of a strange time. I feel like you've been super busy. I've been super busy the past few days, but I've also been not so busy. And I've been busy in some ways. I've no, been yeah. chill in other ways, if that makes sense. Yes. So, 1000%. I feel yeah. I mean, to, I did not want to pod today. I was like, oh, I just don't feel like this. I feel drained. But every time we do it, I always feel better. And it's something that we, you know, promise to each other. We're not going to skip out on this. And totally. I do think it helps, but ooh. I do too. I do too. And it kind of goes along with our topic of the day. I don't know how much pop culture news we have, if there's any been any exciting drama in the last few days. I haven't really heard much. I haven't either. The only thing that I saw was Taylor and Maddie Healy. I know that's all been all over the and internet. That's all it? there is. Yeah, I guess. I'm not a fan of it. I know. I'm not either. I've been seeing more and more videos of Maddie Healy. I actually didn't know much about him. And now I'm like, you're kind of weird. He's weird. And I read some like disturbing things about him today. Did you read all of that crap? Like the meat eating on stage and the like, I don't know, the weird finger sucking things of fans. I'm like, what's going on? And I saw some weird things about porno and it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't flattering. No, he's flattering. sort of an oddball. Um, yeah, but some one light had lighthearted fun thing that I wanted to share. So I did, I did my makeup. Um, not for this pod, but me, you know, it was a nice yes. kind of doubling effect because Lancome sent me foundation. What I know, which has never happened to me in my life. I've never had a brand reach out, but they reached out and they're like, "Hey, would you be interested in us sending you some foundation? No pressure to post anything." But just what whatever we saw your TikTok, your get ready with me TikTok. So I was like, sure, I know. So I signed up. I was like, yeah, let's sign up. And I, they sent me two shades, and it's a beautiful foundation that retails for like fifty six dollars each. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I know. So I was, anyways, I'm using it, and it's I love it. You're glowing. <laughs> you do. You look so beautiful. Like so. Oh, be- thank you. What do you have a lipstick on too? I do. I have the little uh, Charlotte Tilbury pillow talk, which is my favorite and some Dior lip glow. So I'm just feeling fancy and fun today. As you should. And here I am to bring you down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, what fun fact do you have for the day? Do you have any fun fact? Fun fact for a day. Let me see here. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Well, I have been working on my camera and I think I'm getting a little bit better at that. So that's definitely one. And uh, I'm fine. I'm not going to bring you down. I, I'm just being a baby. I'm just being a baby. No, it's fine. Sometimes you feel like you're in a funk and that, that absolutely happens. Oh, one other thing that I wanted to share with you and see if like, this is something you'd be interested in doing, but I have a book club with my friends and we read once a month. And if you're interested in doing, I know you don't love books though, but maybe we could do book club type things where I share like updates from the books because I love that it's so fun. And I've been trying to tell everyone to read more. And I read Aww. the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins read. It was so good. I've heard a lot about that. That is one that so I've been good. tempted to read. Yeah. 
It's okay. so good. It's such like a sexy page turner. It's not one of those boring ones that just talk about the scenery for like 90 pages. Yeah. It's really fun. It's like it takes place in Hollywood. So it's like, <sighs> I knew the places because I oh, live here fun. now. It's yes. So I love that. Fun. It's about yeah. a star. So she like, <sighs> she's changes her name and I won't ruin it, but like comes to Hollywood is like, I will do anything to be a star and she becomes a star and it's about her her seven husbands and her oh that's everything <laughs> that we are we're only on number one though I know we're only <laughs> on one. and there's a big secret so it's like a big mystery and it's a good it's a good it's a good one so anyways okay. I finished that last night which is another fun fact yeah well here's one I started knitting again Ooh. Yeah. And I actually really like it. It's like, it's cathartic and therapeutic. And I just like to sit there and it's something that I can do to work my, my mind and my hands, but I'm not having to think about everything. And it keeps me totally. away from my phone. Totally. No, I love that activity. I feel like knitting is something that I, sh- I'm surprised I haven't gotten into it. I am very, sp- I feel like you would be knitting sweaters and <laughs> yeah, hats. I'm a knitter. Like, you're a freaking fucking knitter. <laughs> I don't know. Just scream. I scream like Catwoman and Knitter and I'm just, I'm like Swifty, which Ugh, I like Taylor Swift, but I'm thanks. not really Swifty. I'm not really a cat person. I'm not, not a knitter, but that's sort of the vibe I give. Well, that's why we're mysterious. We might give <laughs> off a vibe, but we're something else. We're so mysterious. That, so that's mysterious. the first thing you and I are. <laughs> Mystery. Let me tell you. Well, oh, a lady at the flower God. shop, she had a really cute sweater on and she said she made it. She knit it. And she said, you can do it. It's very easy. I'm like, well, I'm sure it's not easy, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you inspire me. And here I am knitting a long scarf right now. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to see the finished result. You have to yeah. share it on Instagram. Yes. I think it's going to be great. Um, So I guess there's not a natural segue into today's episode, but we talked about perhaps talking about, we talked about talking about <laughs> Having, you know, being around people, whether it's at home, a partnership or work, when you know something has to be done and it's talked about over and over, but there's no action that takes place or you don't follow through with what you say you're going to do and you expect a different outcome. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's really frustrating and it's really frustrating. It's really frustrating. Right. Right. I mean- especially if you're the one that's not technically, you know, you're, you're talking to the person about what needs to be done, but you can't make those decisions or choices for them. Okay. Can I pose a question for this? Because this is, this made me think about this because Luke and I definitely get into these conversations because I'm a control, right. And I'm a bit of a control freak and I'm a bit of a know-it-all because I spend a lot of time and effort and work on my mental health and whatever the world. And I feel like I try and, you know, well, and you do space. know it all. So in my book, no. <laughs> but I'm definitely, that's, that's my like little, I need to work on it a bit, a bit. but what do you, I'm posing this as a question. Cause Luke has posed it to me, to me in the past. Do you think when you see a situation where you're like a change has to happen, do you put yourself in that person's shoes? And are you saying like, what would, how would they approach that situation? Or would you say, I know best, this is how it has to happen. Oh, this is how I'd approach the situation. I think initially, if it's something that's just really detrimental to somebody or a company or a brand, I just go into 
you know, tunnel vision mode. This is how I would handle it. This is not how people should act. It needs to be stopped right now. Mm-hmm. If it's like the situation that I'm currently in, when it's somebody else's decision to make, I try really hard to be to put myself in their shoes because obviously they have more weighing on this than I do. Like it's their company. They have to actually do the process of mm-hmm. letting somebody go or firing or telling them like, cut the shit. You need to change your ways. Um, can you set it up for people or do you not want to share too many details? Oh, sure. I don't care. Okay. Uh, set up the sitch. Okay. So we, so I work at a company in music and it is a lovely, lovely place. Everybody has a lot of freedom, but with that freedom in return should come responsibility and owning up to like to your half of the bargain, right? Everybody has a contract with what they're supposed to provide song wise, et cetera, et cetera. We have one writer that is a true leech. He just drains for money, asks what everybody else is doing for him, asks why things aren't working for him. And this has been going on before I have been there. And I've been there for seven years. And it's just over and over and over. And he walks over my boss. He is extremely rude, extremely ungrateful. And I mean, I'm done. I'm over it. Mm -hmm. And I told, I told my boss, I'm like, I will not, I will not do one thing for him. I will not be involved one bit for something that's coming out soon on him or something that's being finished. You know, I will work whatever needs to be worked for you forget to get it hopefully to somebody else's hands. So we don't have to do it anymore, but I will not lift one more finger for this guy. He doesn't deserve it. And I'm trying to talk him into doing the exact same thing because he just walks all over him. Yeah. That's really tough. See that's, and that's a tough situation where it's like, you're not living your boss's shoes and it's his call right at the end of the day. Absolutely. It's his, and that's so hard. Like that is infinitely hard for me to not want to make decisions for people yeah. because I think I know what has to happen to alleviate the situation. But that feels like it's pretty obvious. Like anyone would agree. It's sort of not subjective. It's sort of objective. No, not at all. And it's, it's maddening because he knows, he knows what he has to do too. And everybody around him, like there's, there's four of us that work a lot together, Mm -hmm. our core group on these releases and everybody's in the same boat and he is as well, but Mm -hmm. he has too nice of a heart. He is too generous and he has the hardest time pushing back on anybody. And it's so, it's, it's maddening. I say again, because it just pisses me off to see people treat him like that because he is such an incredibly giving person, but Mm -hmm. it also pisses me off that he doesn't stand up for himself. And I'm at the point where I tell him that. Mm -hmm. Well, how does that go? I mean, he agrees, which is crazy. And it, it's not like I'm this, I'm, that's not me normally in a work environment. Like, yeah, I respect the rules. I know there are things that need to be done a certain way. And I also, I am not in his position and, and I know what he deals with is incredibly more than what I do. And he has so much more, you know, riding on it than I do, of course. But when you see the way that something affects somebody negatively year after year after Mm -hmm. year, and it doesn't change and the outcome, whatever the little bit of outcome you get, isn't worth it. I mean, come on. Right. No, what what would you think? 
No, it's infuriating. I think this is the, I mean, I relate to this in a, it's like a different thing, but it's the same sort of sentiment around change and not following it with action. And Luke and I have these conversations where he gets into these mental funks at times and like just becomes a bit lazy. He hates that word, but no, he, we have that. We have that too. We have those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's just like, okay, well reserves himself to the couch and orders in and just kind of gives up a little bit when he gets exhausted. And every time I come home and I'm a bit of a nagger and I'm like, okay, do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. And he yes. gets frustrated with it. And it's like, you have too high of expectations for me. And I'm like, well, you promised me you would do this and you promised me it would change over time, but we still always end up coming back to the same spot. And at some point, you know, when you promise change and you say, I will, I will, I will, I will, and you don't, it's bullshit, right? It's not, it's empty promises. So I don't know. It's like a hard thing. Cause yeah, I'm not living his, I'm like, if that's how you want to live your life. Great. If you want to continue to disappoint yourself, if you want me to lower my expectations for you. And he's like, of course I don't. I'm like, well then step up. Exactly. Exactly. And, w- and when they say that they are mm-hmm. like, I just got to get back on it. I just got to get like on a good routine. Okay. Well, how long, how long do you wait for that? Right. In, in my opinion, I mean, it's different for everybody and I get it. And I know we all go through highs and lows. Yes. Um, Believe me, I know you and I both understand that we have been there for sure, but there comes a point or when, where is that point where you go, okay, I've, I've got to change this for myself now and for all the people around me, or it's never, it's never going to get better. Right. And I think you and I really put a lot of pressure, not even pressure, but just to hold ourselves to expectations of when we say something, we commit to it and we yes. do it and it fuels us and it's super serving in a lot of ways, but it's also hard and can get exhausting to always show up for yourself and your people. So when other people don't live life like that, I don't know about you, but it infuriates me. I'm like, if there's a sour apple at work, that's ruining everyone else's experience. I would without a doubt be like, cut them loose. Right. And if I was a partner to someone and you told them I would do something, I'm going to step up and do it. Like that's just ingrained in me. Yeah. And so I don't know. It's hard and it's, it's hard not so to hard. be like, this is how to live life. Right. Because I don't know if I'm right. Sometimes maybe you should loosen your rate. I don't know. It's hard to know what's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I do think that everybody has an idea of what is cool and what's not cool. Like if you're not what's the word like is it when you're owning up to your end of the bargain is that what how they say it if you're not if you're not oh yeah yeah why are we so bad with cliches i don't it's like um sorry everybody we're not owning up to our end of the bargain yeah i think that's it okay we're definitely wrong and if it's it's not please correct us we're probably definitely wrong but and i'm just gonna re-say it if we're not owning up to our end of the bargain then you should have a repercussion in my opinion holding up our end of the bargain holding up there we go Hold the phone, everybody. It's holding up. Hold the up. phone. Holding up. Okay. If we're not holding so, our end if, of the bargain. Okay. Then you yeah. need to hold up on your end of the bargain. Right. 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 Yes. Yes. That's, I agree with you. It's I agree with you. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. And in my situation, it's these people are getting paid. They're getting things totally. done for them. But they right. are not doing what they should be doing. And then a coworker, she just, the hours that she works are crazy. 
I guess she doesn't come in on, she doesn't work on Fridays. And then Monday she didn't come in. And it's just all of these things and they keep adding up. And then also she hasn't produced anything. And I hate to be that nagging bitch, but I'm also tired of hearing things aren't working. Yeah. You know? So it's like, okay, I don't know what to say. Like it's either this or not. And I'm I'm not saying like I stay or they stay. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that at all. Like I would mm-hmm. never, I don't, I would never do that. I don't think that's right of me to do. But what I'm saying at this point is if you want the company to change and have a chance to be what it should be, mm-hmm. then this crap can't be happening. Right. Right. I think it is hard when it's a work environment, like you said, and you're, there's money on the table and there's a right. hierarchy and it's just, it's tough to know how to hold people to those changes. And I yeah. think I feel for you. Cause I feel like in those situations, which is why you and I are trying to build our own brand and business and yeah, you know, do our yeah. own things and our thing together, because it's so infuriating when you are powerless, it's like, what are you supposed to do besides voice your opinion, state the facts, clarify, like be like, look, 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 come on, yes. come on. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's hard. Cause you can't actually have someone act that way. I think when it's smaller changes, like what we're talking about in relationships and with right. yourself, it's still just as frustrating, I would argue, but it can be, it's like, I don't know. I get, I run into these things where I'm like, maybe I am holding myself and people around me to too high of expectations. I don't know. I think that's. I, I, I've heard that about myself a lot. Actually, my boss said that even today, like you expect a lot from people. And he said, but that's a good parameter for me. Like it keeps me in check when people aren't being kind or, or walking all over him or something. Sometimes people need others to look out for them. And I, I think that that's so spot on, but I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it's weird to me because I always think that it's something that everybody knows, right? Like in my Mm -hmm. mind, it's like, how do you not see that you're underperforming or you're not coming Mm -hmm. to work or you're being a dick or you're just take, Mm -hmm. take, taking, how do you not see that? But I guess that people don't, people don't. And that's my, my therapist, Alexis, queen Alexis, who we love on this podcast. She has always, not always, but we had this conversation where she, where she's like, you know, the way you live life and the way that you treat people and act and operate and set goals and drive forward is not going to be the same as anyone else in your life. And so if you're going to be a better friend than any one of your friends is to you, that's your choice and your prerogative, right? It's like, and it's also your choice and your prerogative if you want to peel back a bit and be like, okay, maybe I can't give as much energy to these people that aren't reciprocating it. It doesn't fuel me. It doesn't make me feel good. But if like, in my case, I'm like, sometimes I don't, I need to lower my expectations of other people. I shouldn't expect that they're going to act and operate the exact way that I want them to you know, or the exact way that I think is morally right. Oh no, for sure. And I think it's with our partners, it's hard because we're together, you know, Mm -hmm. we live together and then we hear, you know, what they do want to change or what they say they want to change. And then when you don't see it happening in your mind, you're like, okay, we'll do it. Right. Just do it. Right. Like, okay, what's the problem here? But I don't know. My, my, um, my therapist said one time, and and we talk about this a lot is setting expectations. Yeah. Which is which is hard 
when you when your expectations are high, you know, yeah. and in certain in environments and situations, I think it's good to have high expectations, but also maybe have some uh, something in your pocket of how it could go on the other end. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And it's just vocalizing them too. I think, I I think that's a huge part of it. Like my friend, Marissa and Blake, I'm I'm sure they won't be upset that I share this. (laughs) They're, they're the cutest friends of mine. They're, they're dating. They've been dating for four years. They live together. Marissa has extreme high expectations of cleanliness in the house. Like she has everything labeled the drawers, like everything has to be washed a certain way. Like put in the dishwasher a certain way. It's just, she's neurotic about it. And she, she owns that. So she's like, I have super high expectations for how I want my house to be. So I, you know, get a a house cleaner come once a week. I take ownership over the cleanliness. Like Blake sort of rolls his eyes at times, but he sort of, he he just lets me sort of take the lead on that type of stuff. So there are ways where I think you can vocalize, here are my expectations. And if you're a partner and you don't want to live that life exactly how I want you to live that life, then I'm going to, you know, have more of the power in that area. That's, that's a good, that's right. Yeah. But yeah. for me, I'm sorry, I'm going on a ramp. But for me, I think that's oh. hard because Luke and I, I want so like, I'm very much about equal balance. I'm like, I don't want to take the power in anything, but I want us both to care about cleanliness in our house. And I want us both to clean up and I want us both to clean the dishes. So I'm very big on, we should have the shared definition of these things. And I think, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that is my, my goal. No, no, I get that. And I'm, I feel that way, but with health and we, cause we live such we have different ideas, not that we have different ideas of it, but our habits are very different. And granted Jeff's on the road and it's really hard to stay consistent and healthy, especially with like what's provided for you. You get pizza every night, everybody drinks. I mean, rock and roll, right? Not rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. But you know, I I feel a little bad because he's somewhere around here, but to me, it's important to get your exercise and eat healthy and you know, be mindful of your health and not just for appearance wise, but for, for your mind, for your heart, like your organs, every single thing. So you have stamina. And so that's a lot of, we, that's definitely our push and pull. And I'm learning that I need to, I need to release that. I can't put my expectations on him. Like if I want to set a goal for 10,000 steps a day, that's my goal. And I should not be pushing that on somebody. They have to set their own goals and they have to start where they're comfortable. Um, I agree but- with you. I agree with you. But I also have the health thing with, with Luke <laughs> and we get into these debates. And it's funny because we were both student athletes and had oh, you know yeah. these neurotic schedules. And then we come out and he just does not want to work out at all. There's zero, zero goal. Zero. Like he's like, I walk around the hospital. I'm busy. <sighs> That's my schedule. And and he has no interest in health. Oh, I mean, he has some. He has hard. some little. Right, right. Little, but it's so wildly different than mine. So I totally relate to that. And it is really hard to to be like, it's just more about living and having more energy and being able yeah. to get out of bed with a little more pep in your stuff. It has nothing for me to do with appearances. Same with my own health. Like I've no. never attached the two. I think it's just like ambition. Come on, do mm-hmm. it. Follow through for yourself. And it's, it's, 
attractive when there's ambition. Yes. And drive and be yes. and like, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to this. But I, I think you and I are so that way Yeah, that it can be hard. And that's why I'm calling us both out. That's why I posed the question no, at the beginning should. of this of like, maybe that's not necessarily right either to expect people to live life, how you live life or make decisions, how you make decisions and don't follow up with the change that they want to make because maybe for whatever reason, they're not quite there in their journey through life yet. Yeah. that's But that's a really hard pill for me to swallow. Same pay, same. Like mm-hmm. I've got to chew that a while. I know. Right. And I, I, I'm sometimes when I'm in a weaker moment, I'll be like, well, then I need to get like better friends and like a better partner <laughs> oh, and like, oh. fuck this, that I need to surround myself with winners. You know? Are you kidding me? All the time, not all the time, but no, I no, have but... been there. I have absolutely been there and I vocalized it. I'm sorry. Yeah, that I vocalized. And then like, I feel sorry. kind of bad. Like I'm not, I know. afterwards I'm I like, know. oh my God, did I just tell you that you're the absolute <laughs> slob in the world? Like, I know. I'm like, but you get, you get on those, you get on those trains of thought and feelings because like you're saying, it's not maybe the actual thing you're fighting about. It's the lack of action. It's like no walk. I'll talk. Yep. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And my, one of my friends, Sarah, she's also very big on this is like, when you make a decision, you follow it and you yes. stick it through. Yes. I do think there's a period of time though, where at least where her and I differ with this conversation is like, make the decision, live it fully. And if it's wrong for you, exit stage right. Absolutely. So I think she's a bit more intense and in like, this is your decision, work through it, push through it, go as hard as you can. Like we've had sort of debates over this topic over the years. And for me, it's like, if it's not serving me, I'm going to like, skr, I'm going to go no, this way and I'm I'll go same. full this way. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes. If it's not working for anybody, of course, you don't want to keep going down that path. I think at yeah. first, some things are difficult because you have that learning process and you just have to be able to like, I don't know, manage that and see if it's really just mm-hmm. the learning process or you absolutely hate it. And if you absolutely hate it, don't do it. Right. It's just, I think yeah. what you and I are saying is like, be strong in your decisions and go for things and take action. Don't just talk, 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 talk about change. Actually go try it. And if it doesn't work for you, you know, like fire the person that doesn't work. And if, if something changes and they come back and they're ready to work harder, rehire them. If, sure. if you're a partner and you're like, you know, can't whatever it's make the decision, live with it. Let's see some action. Right. And then if it doesn't work, guess what? Nothing in life is final. Go back through and no, figure absolutely, it out. Absolutely. Ex- ex- no, exactly. Like there's no, I mean, there, there could be harm in making a decision to try something. I don't know. I think there's always, there's always the other way that could help of course, or of could course. happen. But if there's something that you're thinking about doing to improve yourself, or your work situation, or your mind, or whatever it is, or yes. just like the chi around you, you should just do it. I agree with you. I agree. And I think people fear change. And I think oh, that's yes. another big part of this conversation is like people are worried about what happens. I have known evils in my life. Yeah. I, I'm comfortable enough, right? I get that a lot from Luke. I'm comfortable. It's like, well, who wants to be comfortable and stagnant and no, cruising then you're through not life? Growing. Right. And yeah. that is, so it's this interesting, like change is scary. 
It's, it it's hard. And I think you and I, neither of us fear it as much as other people. And I think we try different hats on all the time. We have many different hobbies. We'll dip our toes in a lot yeah. of different things. It's scary, but we'll go for it. And we I embrace I don't... it. I think, I think yes. it's scary, but it's also exciting, you know? Yes. And I don't it... think a lot of people feel that though. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And for us, it just, it, it breaks up the everyday yeah. and it adds, it adds the fairy tale to life. I think yes. it, adds, it adds the magic. Cause you're just adding things here and there and you, you don't have this same schedule and you're figuring things out all the time and it can surprise you. And I think that that is kind of magical. Agreed. It's like Lancome sending me a foundation. It's like, it's a small thing, but I'm leaning into it and being like, why not? Let me do a get ready with me and put my Lancome foundation on. Whereas a lot of people would be like, that's not my lane. Yes. I can't do that. Yes. That's that's weird. Or that's this or this. It's like, mm-mm. life is just about trying things and going for things, taking action, being yeah. inspired, having a drive to move forward. Right. And you don't know what wonderful thing could just be right around the corner with that action. And I think about that. I think about that in relationships, how just changing one habit, how it can make you just feel better. So you have better communication or at work, if there's a bad seed, you know, you let go of them. And then all of a sudden you're like breathing this fresher Mm -hmm. air. Why didn't Mm -hmm. I do that sooner or following a passion and a dream? If you're in something that doesn't serve you, Mm -hmm. you will be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've wasted so much time. I'm meant to do this. I, I don't know. And I, I don't mean waste too much time because I do think everything happens for a reason. You have to get through those steps Agreed. of life and everything. But I do think you will feel like, oh, I wish I would have started this earlier. For sure. I right? fully agree. I And I do, I do disagree with the notion that you constantly need to be in a state of growth because I, I've been watching a lot of these like meditative type videos and it is like a very capitalist society of us to be like, there's always a goal and there's yes. always a, a next level. It's like, there is something beautiful in just being, <laughs> I, I struggle with that, but I think it's, there is a beauty in just taking a breath and being like, wow, life is beautiful as I, as it is right now. Yeah. But that being said, if you set a goal for yourself and you have, and you promise change and you like follow, follow up with action Yes. or don't fucking say it. <laughs> <sighs> Bingo. Don't, don't say it. Don't, don't say it say if you're not going to do it or if you're not yes. ready. Right. Yes. And, and sometimes you're not ready and that's okay. Like been there hundred percent been there. And, but I've, and I've also been very guilty of saying something and I haven't, and I haven't followed through and I think I've learned, okay, I need to not, I don't need to throw all that out there when I don't know if I can produce yet. And so I Agreed. think you, you learn, right. Cause you get ahead of yourself. Sometimes you get motivated and you're like, oh, I got this, da, 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 da. but then once you start the process, it is a lot harder oh than you. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I'm an overcommitter. Like no one's oh, business. Golly. <laughs> same, same, same. And I'm like, so- yes, 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 yes. And then I'll get to the, I'm like, nope, 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 no. <laughs> that's why I love when everybody cancels. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so then I don't have to be the one when I am sometimes. I am but a no, lot of the time. It's, I mean, it's, I guess it's something that we have to work on as well. Like you're saying, setting expectations and Mm -hmm. those aren't our decisions to make. Like we can't make a decision for somebody else if advice is asked for or they want to just talk it around with you. 
then that's something and you 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 do that but at the end of the day if it's if it's not your choice then you can't do it and you and you have to accept that and I, I say that to myself like I have to accept that yeah and it's hard but at the same time you do have a choice always we always have our choice for ourselves where like if the work environment is too shitty for you you yeah. have a choice to leave or you have a choice to set a boundary with your boss and say hey I can't be around this person or like you already did and I have a choice that's why I said to Luke like if this isn't working for me, I'm going to go live my life and do my things and yep. set bigger goals. And, you know, I mean, that sounds harsh, but it's, it's, no, it's, it's not realistic. to light a fire. Yeah. It's like, I can only control myself. So if you want to go live life that way, wonderful. If that's serving you wonderful. If it's not serving me, I am going to remove myself from the equation. 1000%. And I think the expectations you have for yourself do not need to change no. Because somebody else isn't, you know, meeting theirs. Exactly. And so that's that's sort of where Luke and I have actually found a lot of peace through that. It's like, okay, I'm going to cook my own dinner then that, yeah. you know, suits my needs and you can order if you want to order. And um, over time, you know, you start to do this. You start to mold together and blend and, you know, he sees the value in what you're doing. You see the value in what he's doing. And sometimes you compromise, at least in a partnership. That's what of we've course. experienced, but making decisions for yourself is key. Reminding is. yourself, I'm always in control of what I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that is just something when you're facing these hardships or, you know, coming to blows with either your partner or a friend or a work environment, it's, re- it's, it's imperative to remember that only you can control what you can control. And that's really exactly. just yourself, nothing else. Yep. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. Once again, we're going to say that, mm-hmm. um, but it's the truth and you have also to empowering. It's it also empowering. very empowering. It's like, well, I can, I have the power. Yeah. If this isn't oh, serving absolutely. me, I slam door shut, right? Yes. It's, and everything. You always have that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if somebody tells you, you can't like just kind of going down the dream route right now. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Maybe you can't because you don't yes. have. Right. Yeah. Cause you don't have the desire or the, the courage to believe or stand out in the crowd or tell somebody, yes, I fucking can. And I feel bad. Exactly. That's where I've gotten into like, kind of like butting heads with different people in my life around changing jobs. That's something yeah. that I've, I've always had an interest. Like in the five years I lived in San Francisco, I think I had three or four jobs. <laughs> like I was just bounced all over the place. I was 22 years old though. And I'm oh my like gosh, learning yes. my life. It's like, I want to try different things and I want to change things up. And that's sort of something I'm interested in. It's so fascinating to see the people that are like, just stay the same. You're creating chaos in your life. The reason why you're anxious and don't have stability is because you're changing jobs. It's like, no, it's not. That has nothing to do with that. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's just very clear. It's like, okay, I'm very clear on where you stand and where you take life and how you think of yourself and your self-worth and how you spend your energy and time, how I spend my energy and time valuable. I'm like, I want to be in spaces that I believe in, that I feel comfortable in that drive me forward. That are encouraging and nurturing and just, you know, maybe sometimes the odds are low, but who cares? And so go for it, go for it. Because if you don't go for it, the odds are zero, you know, exactly. and somebody has got to get it anyway. So why can't it be you? Exactly. So I, I feel like you and I have always aligned on that. And there are people in my life that just 
would rather stay stagnant and would rather just cruise it and stay safe in this bubble wrapped life. Yeah. It's never been my MO. And I think, I wonder if, I know we're coming to the end of this, but maybe in a future pod, we could even do this, but I, I wonder where you, how you grew up and why. Oh yeah. 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 We should talk. We we've mentioned this a few times. Yeah. It's like how, why, why we feel this because I do feel it does relate to our childhood, at least mine moving around all the time. And, you know, I could go through a whole slew of reasons why change doesn't scare me as much as maybe other people. No, same. And I think the world has so much to offer, so much to offer and it's beautiful and it is Oh gosh, it's rewarding. And mm-hmm. the experiences are out there, but too many times we just hear about the fear and the harm being done in the world, or you better not go there. This is what's happening. Okay. Yeah, that is happening, but that's also happening right down my street in the really nice park. I walk my dog in and you know, it's going to happen anywhere you go, but there's also really beautiful things happening in that same spot. And it's, it's, it's perception. It's reflection on what you want and I think it's exactly what you're saying. You're you're making the decision for yourself. But I do feel bad for people that don't try and explore that. I think so too. And I think it goes back to being afraid of change. And I think people are afraid to make the quote unquote wrong decision. Guess what? There's no wrong decision. Action is never like, I mean, obviously there's a moral compass that you should have in life, but taking action in these things that are scary or unknown there's never going to be a wrong turn. You're no. you're trying and moving forward and you can always turn left or right or, you know, go backwards a few miles and then go down a different road. Like there's Absolutely. That's why change doesn't I guess scare me as much and maybe Same. people like your boss or other people who are afraid to make these big decisions, it's like take action and see what happens. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you yeah, I mean, I could go on for a little bit, I know. More, but I think it would just be boring. <laughs> No, I think this has been, I think this is useful because it's, we worked through it we live. Did. We did. And I'm, it, well, exactly because I came home and I was just cranky and tired and I just felt the last few weeks I've just felt emotionally exhausted by it. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, the last thing I wanted to do was talk about it some more, but always talking with you helps. Same. You know, Same. we, and we talking listen. through like these, we listen and we can, and we pose different we're like, what about this? Few points. Absolutely. Poke, poke a hole there. Yes. So anyways, yes. I think it's I think it's helpful, everyone. And I feel like hopefully this episode wasn't too confusing because we went a lot of different places. Yeah, we did. We did. But maybe our brains are in that space today. Mine's just boggling around. I know yours is feeling the exact same way. Yes. Um, but you know, maybe we ended on a what we're thankful note. You I know, love that. Just to... I love that. Or maybe, maybe just to throw it out there, we could do a change that served us really well. Ooh, Since I Since it was all that. about that. I don't know. If you yeah. think of one. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Because it could also be something you're grateful for, like a change that you made that you're grateful for. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, I am very grateful that I... Well, you know what? I don't know what I'm yet. Can you go first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me try. I'm trying to think of something that popped. I know this is hard. It's hard. It's not I'm that sure we don't have things that we're grateful for. <laughs> no, we're like, um, one that came to, to my mind is the change to 
put myself out there on social media. I think that's something I always told myself I wasn't, that wasn't for me. That's not my thing. So starting my blog, PSM blogging was one of the best actions that I took Yeah, that I always told myself I was going to start a blog always and was always fearful around it. So when I finally did, it set this domino effect of my life, you know, yes. that was truly beautiful. Like I, I, I am in such a different space because of that small action to start a blog. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And that helped me figure out what mine is. And I think it's not being afraid to stand up for myself and speak what I need and not just be a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that over the last year and it's been, it, it's been very empowering. I still have trouble with it at times, but I'm getting better at saying, no, no, that's not I, for me to do, you know, that's for you to do. And, or no, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't need to be there or I don't have to say yes to everything. And it has been very, very helpful with me and for just my mentality. Yeah. So, okay. So wait, speak more to what has happened from that. Like, have you, besides you feeling better about yourself, has it actually helped with the people in your life? Like, have they respected you more? Have they asked for less or what's, I think, you know, with a friendship, it created boundaries that were needed for sure that I can't be there at all times. I'm not at a phone call away when I'm at work or, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not going to hang out every day. And and that has been really wonderful because it weighed on me so much. And I was, I was nervous every time I, or I'd have anxiety every time I got a text or a call like, Oh God, I know what this is going to be. Oh God. It's saying, I can't, I'm not showing up enough in this friendship or blah, 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 something like that. So that was definitely one example. And Mm -hmm. then another one was this person at work. Um, I did this whole event that she was supposed to do. And there was one more thing that needed to be done, but it was after work hours at night. And she asked if I could do it. And I said, you know, I can't, we were counting on you to do this and I, and I can't. And it was hard for me to say that, like I, Jeff kind of like coached me through it. Yeah. And, and what ended up happening? Like, did she do it? Yeah, she did it. Yep. That's uh, the thing. That's like once you set boundaries, it's no. like, oh, it happens without me. Oh my god! No, you're right. You're right. Oh, I can't say no like oh. everybody else does. <laughs> right, right. It's like silly. Anyway, it is but- silly, but I like. I that was good. I'm glad we ended on that. And I think, yeah, it's. I think those are all really positive things that we're doing for ourselves. But I think other people, if they can Im- implement that, it would be very helpful for them too. And they're easy ones, or they're simple ones. They're not easy, but they're simple. Yeah. Embrace change, people. Embrace it. God, yeah. Changing your pocket, changing your life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who Um, are we? (laughs) Who are we? We are just spitting Uh, all these great phrases for everyone today. Well, thank you. It's been a wonderful time. For listening to this great episode. Um, And we post a new podcast every Thursday. We try to get up on our blog as much as possible. Go check out our site, pswehavenoplan.com. Yes. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in as always. All right.